So you were listening to The Outcast, brought to you by Zach Bloor, and recorded live from the edge of the Grand Canyon. I'm currently sitting over the Colorado River, staring down about a 300-foot drop, and I'm just thinking. Been on a trek from Pennsylvania all the way to San Diego, and this is a nice little stop where we're taking the scenery. With the time I have, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I got here what I'm doing here and how it's shaped me. So I left about four days ago, 3 a.m., drove down the East Coast into Nashville, stopped at Cummings Falls, and then went into Nashville on a Friday night and walked down Broadway. And I was nothing short of blown away by the culture, the good vibes, the charity of everybody around me. It was genuinely unlike anything I've ever experienced before. From there, we went to Memphis. We stopped at the Sun Studio Recording Center where uh, Elvis Presley recorded his his first songs along with Johnny Cash and legends like Jerry Lee Lewis. Toured it, got to hold the microphone that all of them used, and uh, it was nothing short of surreal. From Memphis, we uh, basically drove a straight shot all the way to Flagstaff, Arizona, Stayed in Flagstaff for the night, and am now at the Grand Canyon. And just upon walking up to it, the sense of grandiose vertigo punches you right in the mouth. I mean, it is just deadly. Right now, I'm staring down about a, what, 500-foot drop, if not more than that. And, I mean, if you want something that puts the world into perspective, I recommend you come here. This thing holds back nothing. From the minute you step foot out here, you're shown that you're nothing. You are such a insignificant, small part of this world. And then that means everything. You know, I could fall off the edge of this cliff right now and, you know, my body would, you know, hit the ground disappear, be eaten up by animals. It would be like I never existed at all. And there's there's humility to that. It puts you in your place. It reminds you just how unimportant yet important you are because I get to experience it. I get to sit on the edge and realize that this means nothing, but it means everything to me. And that makes it special. It kind of reminds you that this world has so much more to offer and to expose than you could ever fully take in. It really, really puts in perspective that I know that I know nothing, you know? And if, uh, <laughs> if you know, you know, and if you don't know, now you know. But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't recommend, you know, checking this out more just to put your own existence into perspective and really remind you uh, remind you what you're doing here which uh, I guess brings me to my next point what am I doing here? what am I doing out here? I have a cousin who lives in San Diego and uh, we're driving to go visit him and hey that's great you know I, I'm, I'm very excited to see my cousin and my aunt and uncle I haven't seen them in years but uh, frankly that's not why I'm here 
frankly, I just really couldn't give a shit about seeing any of my family. I'm not, I'm not here for them. I'm here for me. I'm on this pilgrimage across the country and back, really just trying to take it all in, figure out what America's about. Because right now we're going through so many times of turmoil. Everything seems so topsy-turvy and divided. So, uh, so I figured, you know, why not? I, I'm fortunate enough to have a grandfather who has a nice like Sony camcorder from the 90s that he uh, has been letting me use. And as I trek across the country, I've been just interviewing people just talking to them, asking them questions about themselves, about this country, about how they feel about it, and having them reflect on their own experiences. And what I've learned is, I'm wrong. This place that we live in, it's, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful. And the media would have you believe that we're all against each other, that You know, we have these proxy, almost wars going on between race and gender and, you know, these political, you know, correctness, like this culture of political correctness that they're pushing. Um, And not that that's not important, but it's not all it's hyped up to be. I mean, I've talked to people of different classes, creeds, races, genders, sexualities, and They've basically all told me the same thing. Live and let live. Do you. Do you and let others do them. And that's really all it comes down to. If you show respect, if you show love, respect and love will be given back to you. The vibes you put out in this world, they have a way of coming back like a boomerang. And, uh, yeah, already in just, you know, what, it's been four days my perspective on a on the place that I live and I mean I don't mean Pennsylvania I mean the United States of America has vastly changed I mean my eyes have truly been opened to the fact that people are nice you know people are kind and they just want to be shown the same kindness that they're putting out and if you can do that I genuinely believe we'll all be all right that's affected me super deeply. I mean, in, you know, in four days time, it's made me rethink everything. Not just the culture that I'm involved in, but what I want to do with it, how I want to be a part of it, and how I want to go forward in this life, in this existence. It's reshaped most of my viewpoints on the world around me. And frankly, I couldn't be more grateful for it. If anybody ever gets an opportunity to go on a road trip anywhere, take it, take it up. And don't, you don't even need to set it all out. You know I mean? Obviously you have to have the money and you know, the funds need to be there so you can assure that you can get across the country and back, but don't put any constraints. That's kind of what we've been doing. You know, we drive and if we see something we want to see, we stop, you know, obviously we have these destinations we need to get to, but along the way, if you don't stop and smell the flowers, what the fuck is the point? really just standing over the grandest of canyons is just it's awakening me in ways that I almost didn't think were possible this place is a way of putting you right in the moment it doesn't let you get lost in your own head or your imagination when you're
you're sitting on the edge of a couple hundred foot cliff looking down and holding your own mortality in your hands. You start to understand things. You start to be present in the ways that only specific events can really do. I mean, I've always struggled with being present, just being in the moment of, uh, of getting out of my own head and touring the country and getting to see these stunning landscapes does it in a way that I didn't think was possible. It's like that feeling when you're holding a newborn and like someone hands it to you and you're like, oh fuck, I gotta hold this baby. And like, we all kind of have that feeling like, ah shit, I'm gonna drop it. I just know I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna kill their kid. They're gonna hate me. And then like, you're there though. Cause like you're, you're holding this, this infant and it's just completely dependent on you. So you have to be right there. You can't be anywhere else or that thing might fucking die. And it just puts you right in the moment. Or you know, that, that feeling of laying in bed and looking into the eyes of someone you love and for a split second time stops the world stops spinning and you're no longer one person or two people you're one organism combined sharing the moment completely it's it's truly undescribable and that's what places like the Grand Canyon does to you And I couldn't be more grateful, I couldn't be more fortunate to, in such a young life, get to experience things like this. Because this is something that not everybody gets to experience, not everybody wants to experience. And I just can't thank the universe enough. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. If it's God, it's Allah, you know, it's the vibes, whatever it is, you know, all power to the most high. You know what I mean? All thanks, all love. Like... Whatever path I'm on, I'm on it, and I'm, I'm walking it, and I'm loving it, and I'm having a great time. And to look out at these canyons and these mountains and these cliffs and think that some people would get here and wouldn't even enjoy it. They wouldn't get anything out of this other than the idea of, oh, this is, a, this is an economic value. I can make money off this. This is a this is a this is a way to get people to come here and pay to see these things. Or the idea that somebody thinks that they can own this, that a finite human life thinks that if they write their name down on a piece of paper and call it a deed, that it gives them full rights to a piece of land. Get the fuck out of here. This land was here thousands of years before me. It's going to be here thousands of years after me. And to think that a life form that might be here for maybe a century can put their name on it and stamp it as theirs is nothing but laughable. Aside from the, the Grand Canyon, the desert has a way of reminding you about that. It is rigid and unforgiving. You know, it is barren, like a woman after menopause. And it, it does not give a shit about you. And that's something we should all be grateful for because you need that. You need to be put in perspective. You need to be put into your place that you are not special, but you are special. That existence is meaningless 
but it means everything because you are existing. That everything cannot exist without nothing, and nothing cannot exist without everything. It's a balance. It's a polarity. It's a yin. It's a yang. It's a flow. And I think in our in our modern times, in our technological revolution, we forget that. We forget about the flow of the world around us. We forget that we are a part of a greater ecosystem other than ourselves. And whether that means you're living out in the desert or Montana, or you're surrounded by megafauna like elephants or giraffes or, you know, rhinos or whatever, or you're in your own backyard with squirrels and birds and maybe some rabbits, you are part of something bigger. And it is bigger than you, and you should be appreciative of that. And if you're not, you need to go somewhere by yourself and sit there for a while and just breathe and listen. And if you're lucky, the universe might tell you why you're here, why it put you here, and what you're supposed to do with it. Because I tell you what, it's not to sit in an office and make money. It's not. It's bigger than all that. You're bigger than all that. So that's enough of my rant. Episode one is coming to a close. If you listened, I appreciate it. If not, I get it. All love, all good vibes. Enjoy the day. Live it up. Stay on the outside. Thank you for listening to The Outcast.